What's up, my people, my good old people? I know we have had many shows that we find as our guilty pleasure. However, I am getting so fucking tired of these raggedy and ass shows, y'all. I'm so sick of it, especially what it's doing to our culture as a people. We got to do better. And I'm specifically talking about the reality shows, the bad writing shows, all those shows. I'm going to get my a little my, my, my little speed on it real quick. You feel me? You feel me? Y'all stay tuned for this episode of The Bathroom Chronicles. Yeah, yeah. Trafficking has been going on for years. Um for so long, you know what I'm saying? There have been several movies, a lot of movies going on where you see people are trafficked um throughout the United States and so have you. But I don't really believe that it gets enough recognition. I don't believe it gets enough recognition. Why? My personal belief, I believe that in some form or another, the government has something to do with it. I've always believed that, you know, it it may not come to surface, but I really don't see enough coverage when it comes down to it. You see movies here and there, like me and my student was talking about this one particular movie where a, a, a child was engaging with someone who was a couple years older than her. Turns out he was a part of a sting operation trying to get girls to join a prostitution ring. So, you know, it's a lot of information available. But we don't know what's real. Like, it's a lot of information that we don't know what's real. A lot of people come forth and, you know, they say what's going on in the media but they don't really give too much detail it's always very vague and it's crazy as hell to me because you have a lot of people going missing and they never do anything about it that's just for instance like you have all these vehicles you know the the vans in particular everybody has been in fear of this and then it's just rampant like wildfire all of a sudden it's being recognized through social media. Why the fuck is it not being recognized through the media? Like news coverage. I, you hardly ever see any news cover news covering, you know, what's going on in terms of these people trafficking these kids. There is nothing being done. And it's just crazy as fuck. Like in Jackson, Mississippi, I don't know the full details of what happened. But there was a woman, I think she went into a store, something like that, that nature. And her kids were in a vehicle and somebody was trying to take their kid, take her kids. And it's just crazy as fuck to me. Like that happened. I I didn't really see too much coverage going on in terms of that. It was just like, hey, y'all watch out. And you see multiple people reposting, reposting, reposting. Then you have um, an issue 
um, that occurred in Crystal Springs, Mississippi, where a woman was being followed in Walmart by a random woman. And I think she actually pursued this woman, trying to figure out who she was. And as she was unloading her um, her groceries into her vehicle, this woman popped up all of a sudden. And so she ran after this woman. And I think the woman actually got into a van and she took a picture of the tag. That was not like, I haven't heard anything about that. And then you have in Ocean Springs where a random van popped up and it has a bolo issue on this vehicle in like four different states. Like, what the fuck is going on? Like, it's 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 too much in this world. It's too much access in this world for people to be going missing like this. This shit is ridiculous. And it's really disturbing as far as I'm concerned because you have you have so many things that are going on in this world, right? And people are taking full advantage of the system. Like, for instance, like you have your phone. You know, when you get pulled over nowadays and you're black and you have a fear of being around police officers, you can pull up your camera and make sure you can record what's going on. There's so much going on as far as the devices that we have. Why in the fuck are they not finding these people? That is scary. And it makes me cautious about, you know having my family members out and about kids you know that it's just unfortunate that these things are happening and I had to explain to my girlfriend she wanted to go painting a couple weeks ago and she just she knew that that was not my stilo however I didn't want her going by herself and it was based off of the safety factor of what's going on right now and she did not understand what the fuck I meant. I was just like, whoa, she don't get it. Or she just don't understand where I'm coming from. It's just too strenuous to have to deal with people in their bullshit. Why would you take somebody else away from their family and their friends? Why would you do that? Why? That's, that's, it's, it's. It just really shows you the character that people really have. People don't give a fuck. And they're willing to go all out to ensure that they get what they want. Which half the time is money. And then it probably ain't even enough. You know? Because the, the motherfuckers continue to shop to get other people. So it's crazy as hell. But my student, she was just like, I'm leery about being around people I don't know. It's like, it reminds me of Son of Sam, um, the New York, um, I'm thinking, yeah, it was in New York City. It happened in the 1970s where a man went around killing random women, just killing them, and targeting them at crazy ass times but what was crazy is you know all of these women were afraid they were afraid for their lives um 
there were so many rumors going around this man only kills a certain type of woman like I think blonde women and then he went on and actually killed uh killed some brunettes it's just it's it's crazy we have this shit happen every fucking decade and nothing happens i think the government really needs to do more into more to ensure that we are safe and sound because unfortunately it's happening to our black people like oh my gosh like and i'm not trying to diminish the care not care to lord diminish anything from other races because I'm pretty sure they're being kidnapped as well but at the same time it's just like I see a lot of black people going missing it's crazy it's crazy as fuck that half of this shit is going on and there's nothing being done about it and it really like it scares me for my people and I just advise y'all to be careful be careful and be mindful of the people that you're around. And that goes into the next story that I have in mind um, about Alexis Crawford. Alexis Crawford was a senior at Clark Atlanta University. And, you know, to go along with the flow of what's been going on, she went missing. Um, People have been frantic, trying to locate her well excuse me real quick you know I gotta be a little personal and yawn and shit but yeah people have been going out their way to make sure that this girl was found her roommate set her ass up and pretended like she was being helpful and trying to find out where she was and I don't know what changed the turn what changed the event of what was going on but um I'm assuming the roommate friend or whatever her name is was actually a suspect and I think they kind of grilled her into um putting word out about what the fuck actually happened and you find out that her body was located in a park in Decatur, um, Georgia, which is outside Atlanta. And they stated that she was suffocated. Suffocated. Um, that's how she died. And that's really crazy as fuck to me. But you know what's even sadder? The fact that the girl that she had befriended or whatever the fuck this situation was, she had a part of the situation. She had a part of the situation and did not say not one word, knowing what the fuck had actually happened, which was her boyfriend killed Alex, strangled her, and um, I think Alexis roommate actually um covered her head with a bag or something like that which um led to her demise i am amazed that people are so 
malicious. Like, they don't give a fuck. And what was crazy is Alexis had filed a report against her roommate's boyfriend who killed her. Um, I think he had sexually assaulted her or something like that. And it's it's just fucked up that that happened. And it's not only fucked up that it happened. It's fucked up that this girl knew what happened. And she participated in trying to pretend to search for this individual. Knowing where she was. It's people like that that you look at and you're just like, damn. You were heartless. And you have no motive of thinking about other people aside from yourself. And I just, I'd be damned if this motherfucker actually thought that it was cool to do that shit. I don't know. I think people will go to full lengths to make sure that they don't get caught up in no shit like that. And I just think that was fucked up. I, I honestly do. I don't know. I, I can't express that enough. I think people like that really have no idea about the pain that they cause and about how much strife that they have, you know, tarnished. They've tarnished people's lives and they didn't give a fuck about this shit. That's the crazy part. Crazy as fuck. And I mean, I I undoubtedly believe that these people should really see a light of day. I do not believe they should because there's no way that you thought that that was cute to kill somebody and get away with it. And that just goes to show that you don't give a fuck about nobody except yourself. Selfish individuals doing selfish shit. Taking the lives of people who don't deserve to die. Man, it's amazing. Um... I think that, you know, people will take more of an account of what's going on. I honestly believe before you get into college, you should have a health assessment. They're so fucking worried about immunization. They really need to start looking into the mental health of these individuals to see whether or not they're they're actually sustainable. They actually can sustain being in college. Because college can be stressful. As is. But when you involve people. It can really fuck the game up. You understand me? And I think that really they need to look at that. And see if that can be a component. Because to, to have people feel the need to kill other people. Over something so minute. It really goes to show the character that they have and they possess within themselves. That they don't have enough courage to actually be what God called them to be, which was a student. They're so so engulfed in trying to make an impression that they lose sight and therefore start committing themselves to foolery. And that's what I'm going to call it, foolery. Straight foolery. And uh, that's all I got to say for right now as far as that concern. I, I I wish, you know, I pray that her family, Alexis' family, finds peace. Um, I know that I can only imagine how they feel. Um, but I hope that she finds peace, her family. Is that, you know, 
the other people who are involved in this fuckery, um, not necessarily get what they deserve, because I don't wish no ill will on none of them, but I will say, they won't see the light of day dealing with no shit like this, you don't fucking do no shit like that, you just don't do that, um, so, moving along, I know y'all done heard that, um, Motorola is coming out with the Razor. See, the Razor back then, I think, was the hottest shit around. You understand me? I could not afford the Razor, therefore, I wasn't going to get it. However, whenever my friends had the shit, it was just like, clack, clack. These motherfuckers went around, clack, clacking these bitches. Do you understand me? <laughs> it was just an instant um feature just to you know blow up on a motherfucker and just close your phone and not give a fuck but they're coming back with the razor and it's actually quite interesting um i of course would not spend no money on no shit like that to be quite frank um i think it's like 1500 Hell no, I wouldn't dare purchase no shit like that. I wouldn't purchase an iPhone like that. And that's why I have the iPhone 6 like I do currently. I'm not going to upgrade no time soon, probably. I've I've told myself that I would, but half the time I'd be like, you know what? This shit ain't bad at all, and I can deal with this shit. I'm probably going to have it the same amount of time as I had the goddamn iPhone 4. Motherfuckers had upgraded to 7. I'm sitting here struggling with this goddamn phone. But you know what's funny though? The motherfucker work, I could still call people. You know, it wasn't no problem doing no shit like that. So therefore, I was good to go. And yeah, I, I didn't have no struggles like that. So that was a good thing to adjust to. A good thing. Because I wasn't going to be stressing on no shit like that. Not no phone. But for those who who are going to invest in the Razor, good luck. Have fun. And be merry if I if that's the case. If that's the case, keep doing what you're doing. Um there has been some um some crazy shit going on as far as the uh the streaming world concerned. I know y'all people have gotten to see how important streaming really is based off of the new streaming services of Disney Plus. I am definitely not going to get no shit like that. I mean, not right now. Because none of the shows that I watch are on there currently. I would not purchase any services that do not include Proud Family. Proud Family was the show. It was a show that actually held its own. And therefore, that's why I was, you know, really trying to get the shit. But either you know there, people are trying to get the shit and they they happy about it. And you see so much shit going around and they're like, oh my gosh, I gotta get with the, the Disney Plus. I gotta get with it. Mm-mm. Nah. I ain't feeling it. Especially with those prices. $12.99 is, is not bad. 
But at the same time, that shit equal up. And I'm just like, nah, it ain't worth it. But I am hating. Excuse me. I am hating on y'all motherfuckers who have the rising because y'all get to have this shit for a year. And I'm going to find one of y'all motherfuckers who actually has an account so I can use it because I'm not paying. I I am not paying for no shit like that. Straight up out the box. I ain't, I ain't doing it. I ain't doing it. I ain't doing it. But um, good luck to those who are about that life because your boy is so not about that life. I ain't ready for that. And therefore, I'm just going to be struggling like a little motherfucker. You understand me? So, moving along. I have a <laughs> a lot of problems with um, <laughs> the state of social media. The state of social media is quite interesting to me. Um, in particular, I want to start with um, what's been going on with sports. <laughs> I know y'all saw what happened over the weekend um, with Colin Kaepernick. Um, there was a whole big debacle about him going to audition. <laughs> Not audition. I'm making it sound like he a fucking artist out here in this world. But no. Nah. Um, there were a lot of teams, um, a lot of coaches that came forth and they were willing to see if he still had the same stamina as he did three to almost four years ago. Um, of course, you know, the background, he, um, he had a platform and he continued right along and he was kind of dismissed. Um, but as of lately, you know, Jay-Z has his hand into trying to do something with the NFL, whatever the fuck that may be. Um, <laughs> a lot of people were angry about Jay-Z stepping in into the position that he has with the NFL including Nessa, which is uh, Kaepernick's old lady. I, on the other hand, don't have no problem with that because that's his money. He want to do whatever the fuck he want to do, which would be investing. But I was pretty sure that he was going to get a job based off of the connection that Jay-Z had with the, the, the teams or whatever. So they, they scheduled this thing for Colin to pull, you know, just get out here and you know, get up to the best of his ability to show whether or not he is deserving of getting a position. By the way, he is deserving because there's no way that you can just get fired for no reason. You know, because this basically happened. Um anyway, he opted out of signing a waiver that protect the NFL from signing him, basically. And he chose to have um, the location changed to a high school. And it was just, it was a lot of things that had changed. As you know, 
um, people blew up about it, including, my, including myself initially. Because I was just like, what the fuck? Like, you want to play for the NFL. For what? I don't know. And that's my personal opinion. Because there's no way that I would want to return to something that slaughtered my reputation. Ain't no way. Because I don't think it's, it's worth it. But anyway, neither here nor there. That's none of my business. Not my pay right, Not my pay uh, range. Not my... My tax bracket ain't nothing got shit to do with me. That's his business. He's going to do what he want to do. So, Stephen Smith. Stephen A. Smith. Stephen A. Smith used to always get on my fucking nerve when I was a kid. Because when I was a kid, I used to get off the bus. And I would enter my house. And I would hit his motherfucking mouth running. A fucking mile or two ahead of speed. And I don't have no problem with him. And I think he has good intentions. But the moves that he makes in terms of what he says. He really needs to take a deeper look on what he do. In terms of how he goes about things. Because it just sounds so fucking ridiculous sometimes. And in the moments that I do have... I think, and I listen to him, and I'm just like, hey, he's spot on. But I'm not going to agree with everything he do. And I think that's his job to, you know, build commentary and say what the fuck is on his mind. But moving along, he went in on Colin like it was no tomorrow, just going off, going crazy. Made several videos and just spazzing out. And he went off on Eric Reed, which Eric Reed. Listen, I don't have no problem with Eric Reed. I just think that he he makes no sense himself because there is no way. Like he said, you are getting a check yourself, but you are being a hypocrite by stating how the NFL is full of um, slave masters and all this type of shit. But here's the thing, though: you can build your platform. On your own accord. I don't understand why they don't do that. I don't get that shit. Like, that's crazy. If I felt like I was not appreciated and I was not getting the recognition that I deserved as a player, ain't no way I'll be in no league like that. Especially a league that diminishes my character. Fuck all that. And fuck being around people who don't matter. I just... I would not be up to speed with trying to channel in with people that I know damn well don't deserve my attention. So, mm, I don't think he really, really wants to play anymore. Personally, though, I personally don't believe that Colin wants to play. (laughs) I just don't believe it. Because if he really wanted to play, he would have did what the fuck he had to do. But... In terms of who he is as a person, I can totally respect that. I can totally respect a man making the decision to not fulfill, you know, a deal that would, you know, basically fuck him over. I can totally understand that. And I I wouldn't, you know, wish ill on him at all. But y'all, listen, y'all want to know what's fucking crazy.
I know y'all watch this shit. Max and Steven Smith going back and forth. It was funny as hell to me. And then you have um, Dr. Michael Dyson. Eric Dyson, excuse me. Um, I look at Eric Dyson with Dr. Dyson totally different now. He didn't have not one stance in this conversation. It was just like he was just going with the flow. Going with the flow. I can understand you, Max. I can understand you, Steven. It was just like, I don't know. I, I felt like he was just there to be there. You know what I'm saying? I don't know who, why he was there, but personally, he shouldn't have been there. Like, he didn't really say anything. Um, hell, Max was the motherfucker who was saying shit, you know what I'm saying? Just speaking facts. I didn't understand Steven's position on the whole dashiki thing. Like, what the fuck? Like, the Kuta Kente thing? Like, what, nigga? This nigga can wear whatever the fuck he wants to wear. By choice, that is his right. Because we are all free to do what we want to do. Now, He's going up for a job. I get that. But considering the fact that you have this man who's already been a part of the NFL, who was booted because of something that he believed in, you know, I just, I don't get that shit. And for you to have said that was crazy. And I know he said more than that. I understand it. But Steven tried to prove a point to Max and Max really outdid himself in what he said. Max has the privilege, you know what I'm saying? He's white and he knows this, you know what I'm saying? He knows he's white. So what's fucking crazy to me and what I respect about this man, Max, he stated that by having being a white man, it is his right to stand up for the injustices of the people who don't have the voice. He didn't say all that directly, but he basically said that shit. And it was just crazy that Steven just felt the need to talk outside his ass. I was just like, what the fuck? And then you have air dots. Oh, I agree. I agree. I agree. I agree. And I'm just like, what the fuck? Like, speak up man speak up these people believe in you and y'all are killing me right now by not speaking up and saying what's true the only dude who was saying shit was Max straight up calling it for what it is and then you have Stephen A. Smith trying to rebuke the situation by talking about a t-shirt that um, Max didn't like that Colin was wearing which had Fidel Castro. A lot of y'all motherfuckers know why. And he stated, you know, Fidel did not represent all the people of Cuba. He didn't. He had his own reign. And he did not give a lot to the people of Cuba. And therefore, he oppressed them. And that's what it was. We're going to call it for what it is. He oppressed them. And he had a problem with Colin wearing the shit. But it, it just, it really showed how much 
Steven the flick sometimes. I, I just don't get it. I, I respect a strong man and his opinion, but I don't respect a man who's willing to diminish another man's character based off of something that he doesn't really know. It's based off of hearsay. It's just crazy. It's crazy as fuck to me that people would totally invest their lives into something that they know damn well is true. Me and Jay-Z, we, we trying to whoop the whoop the whoop. Nah, 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 nah. Stop it. Stop. And then they speaking on Jay-Z like he is so disappointed right now in Colin. Y'all don't know no shit like that. Who knows? But you know how Beyonce and Sean Carter are. They, they don't let no motherfucking body in. Did you know what the fuck happened on that elevator with Solange was beating on his ass? You don't know what the fuck going on. So, I don't know what inside source is giving out information like that, but I seriously doubt that it's accurate information. Moving along. Moving along. Moving along. So, <sighs> Sean King has a problem with um, <laughs> with Kim Kardashian actually Everyone. Everyone. he has a problem with Kim Kardashian who why why y'all wanna know why because he doesn't feel like Kim Kardashian is putting in work he feels like she is just another person you know, basically pushing paper and not doing what she's supposed to be doing. Neither here nor there. He made a comment based off of her interview with Today, I think. I think that's what it was. Um, It was just really crazy. I wasn't expecting it because I'm thinking to myself, like, We gotta do better. We gotta do better and be more in un in unison with one another in terms of our, you know, combating what's going on. I feel like a lot of people are losing sight of what's really going on, and they're trying to make a name for themselves by, you know, fucking over other people. That's just my personal opinion because I don't like Kim Kardashian at all. But her platform, in terms of trying to recognize people who have been um, placed in a system that they don't deserve to be in, I totally respect her for acknowledging these people and giving them opportunities, offering jobs. You know, she's been doing a lot. So when I saw the Sun King thing, I was like, damn, this nigga is just wilding. You know, so later on this evening, you find out that Amanda Seals has an issue with Rodney Reed. Um, she went into a whole another segment of how she felt like people were really riding people's dick about why he should be out. But Sean King disputed all her claims said that basically her sources were false and you know just going in he went on he went in on her a couple times actually because 
she eventually responded by saying that a lot of people play down words when they really should do do it do their own research which was kind of hypocritical because i'm just like you you did that you kind of didn't do your research and therefore you made an ass out of yourself but i think people need to do more of communicating on a level of a i got your phone number i'm gonna call you can you call me right quick and son i think he should have possibly reached out to her and educated her on what it was a lot of people don't know how to utilize their voice in a proper setting without jumping down somebody's throat about crazy shit and and therefore that's why you have so many conflicts and so many fucked up situations where we as a people blacks are not a united front like we should What's up, my good people? I know many of us have this guilty pleasure show that we watch. Mine would probably be um, Black Ink. Like, I can dive into it a little bit and follow through and actually understand the ruckus that goes on, you know, because it's funny as shit to me sometimes. And you're just like, damn, this is crazy. But in the back of my mind, I knowingly know that it's fake. I, I know it's scripted and I know it's not real but like I said it's 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 a guilty pleasure thing and I feel like damn you know what I gotta watch this shit and I got to you know get my feel in on what's going on but I think about this shit and I'm like why is it a guilty pleasure why why is it a guilty pleasure I'm going to do a little history with you real quick, you know. So, I don't know if you guys know. Back in the 70s, there was this show called Good Times, which I still fuck with. It's a good show. Um, It's based on a family in Chicago living in the projects, struggling, busting through good times. Y'all know that motherfucking song. It's beautiful. Janet Dubois did a good job in singing that shit. Her, along with the rest of the people who were part of that. But it's interesting to me. A lot of black people who were a part of the movement for um, black advancement they did not like that show. Um, they felt that the show was um, a minstrel show, to be quite honest, due to the character played by... Um, what's that dude's name? I'm going to say his the character's name. Uh, JJ. A lot of people looked at that shit as a minstrel show because they felt like it really betrayed black people in the light of being stupid to be quite honest but as the show goes into i think the third season you see that james evans aka john amos he's gone um his character is killed off um due to a car accident and i was watching an interview and he said that he had got frustrated at how his 
family was betrayed. Like, James Evans was looking a fucking fool. He was making the show look totally different. And, of course, you had Estelle, um, my girl, Florida. 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 The woman who played Florida, she didn't like that the 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 way that the show was going either. And she made it known. Like I think she even left for a while after James died. So it's it's showing to me how times have changed and developed. You have went from primetime television into reality TV show. Um and it's funny to me because these shows played out fairly well you know and people looked at these shows as a form of entertainment like it was beautiful to see black people but some black people were not for it and I find myself having the same thoughts when it comes down to reality TV shows particularly with black folks I loved some College Hill College Hill was the shit do you understand me it was the shit. Like, people would tune in because, um, let me tell you, one of the best locations that they went on, it was the Virgin Islands. And I don't know if y'all remember this shit. If you too old, if you remember this shit, you are, you are aging like a motherfucker. Do you understand me? If you don't know what the fuck I'm talking about, you too young. But there was an episode where, um, you had my girl Vanessa from the Virgin Islands fighting Crystal. And it's fucking sad that I remember those names. But it was just so entertaining. I remember having to be had. I had to have been like 12 years old when this show came out. And this one particular episode with Crystal and Vanessa are fighting. And Crystal bust out a motherfucking stiletto and started beating Vanessa upside her head with the stiletto busting her motherfucking face. That shit was entertaining. It was so entertaining. Like I was like, uh, I was like, what? These motherfuckers are really going in. Like this is entertaining. Another show that I was watching, Flavor of Love. That shit was funny as fuck. But he was one of them people that he was just like a character to me. Like, no nigga that I know is going to be walking around with a motherfucking big ass clock. And personally, 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 you see all these females lining up knowing damn well they gotta be on this show for another M.O. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's something, another hidden agenda behind this shit, right? So it was just like, we watched this show, and it was funny. It was great television. To where now, it's creating this whole idea, this trend, where people have to play a role in order to get to what they want. And I say that because, you know, a lot of people were intrigued with love and hip hop. Me being one of them, um, especially the one in Atlanta. The shit was crazy. Like, it was good, entertaining shows, you know what I'm saying? But at the same time, like, it, it was so many fights, um, so many relationship problems. It just showed you a view on how people lived in society you know what I'm saying especially with male 
males, black males in particular, shows that I have witnessed nowadays show couples, black couples in the wrong limelight. I don't see black couples really striving to gain anything, you know what I'm saying? Like a relationship leading into marriage. Like your 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 favorite couple, um, Dwayne Wayne and Whitley. Like you 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 saw the development. You saw how they got down. You saw how they loved on one another. Maxine Shaw and Kyle. You you saw the development of a relationship, and that was awesome to see. Nowadays, you don't really see that as much. And one of the shows, like back then, like I started to see the development of how black men was portrayed of being low down and dirty was Moesha. Like, I think Mr. Mitchell was a good dude. Like, he loved his family. And to throw Dorian in as his son, like, you saw a breakdown of betrayal. You saw how people perceived black men already. Like, he was a cheater. He cheated on his wife. He was a no good type of man because he allowed his sister to raise his children his child so it was just like a lot of mess like and nowadays it's the same way you you see that shit you turn in such and such fucking around on his old lady and you see this shit on tv and people get that same idea into rolling with their lives as though they are reality tv stars and it's unfortunate it's unfortunate that you see that you see women betrayed as um as hoes and all types of shit and again like i don't believe in that term really i don't i think that you have to you have to be on a whole nother level to really get to be known as a hoe you know what i'm saying i i figure in my mind that these people are seen this way because you know maybe people like to see people look promiscuous and look sexually attractive but at the same time it's it's really all in favor of people who watch it oh my gosh why she gotta be such a hoe Oh my god, but in reality, have these people not even hoes, you know what I'm saying? They just have to play, uh, play a role and be what they're being paid to do, you know what I'm saying? But people don't know that, and people look up to shit like that. They, they feast their eyes to watch shit like that because they want to be just like that. Like Kim Kardashian, you got motherfuckers who are like... After um, her and Ray J did that sex tape, motherfuckers was so eager to do shit like that because Kim blew up right after that. You know what I'm saying? And to see how, you know, the progression of how people are willing to exploit themselves for the sake of finding attraction from other people is it's off the chain to me. And I saw that in Bad Girls Club. Like, the shit was funny as hell to me. But people started acting like that. When I started to get into education, I had students who idolized these shows. They wanted to be a part of these shows. They wanted to act just like these people. They wanted to, you know, oh my gosh, I'm a bad bitch. They wanted that. They wanted to look just like that. They wanted to be and embody these people. 
But unfortunately, in the, the age that they in, it wasn't going. They weren't going for people to look like that at the age of 14. So they were creating problems for themselves. The idea to put shows like that out there with majority of black people looking crazy, acting out, is to create a narrative for people who are living everyday lives. People now, they want to fight everybody, want to get on social media and act the ass because they figure if such and such doing it, I can do it too. What the fuck? They don't work like that. You have your own life to live right now. Why would you why would you subject yourself to doing something like that and you knowingly know that that's not your life? Quit it. I don't I don't get that shit at all. And I see how people could perceive things like that, you know, especially in television. Think about it. Like the narrative that white people are our saviors it really sometimes get under my skin i used to love different strokes like i thought it was a great show but especially with the you know the whole what you talking about willis but at the same time like you had a character step in after his maid died he takes care of her kids sends them off to live lavish lives in manhattan like what the fuck like and i'm not saying that you know there aren't no good people who wouldn't do no shit like that but it it just begs the question like why can't you put black people in these roles you know what i'm saying such same as uh the whole harriet movie harriet tubman and i I have my own opinion about it right now. And I haven't even seen the goddamn movie. But I've been watching previews and I've watched reviews on it. And what I've been seeing is quite disturbing. (laughs) Some of the characters aren't even based on real people that she's encountered. Um, You have people who have did research on this woman. Um, But the main historical person that they have head in terms of historical facts would be a white woman you have um in the movie harriet going about living her life trying to save these black people being the black moses that she is but she's not having to deal with the strings of white men trying to capture her as much as she's having to deal with a black man who is known for killing his own to ensure that he gets the black people that he needs and you see like there was one clip where i saw where um people just being killed for the sake of being killed and the white man being the savior in the movie like y'all have to watch clips and shit like that that i've watched but i ain't trying to spoil the movie but it's just it's fascinating to me it's like they put a lot of roles out here for um the pain and struggle rather than 
creating romance, romantic movies and shit like that. It's never anything of substance that we as black people can deal with on a regular basis. It's always based on past events such as slavery. And I love movies like that. I love historical movies. It's great and all. But we want to capture our lives in a limelight like our counterparts do. We do. We want to have people who... I said counterparts. What the fuck? (laughs) Excuse me. As the other race. You know what I'm saying? So, I just... I think that... All I'm saying... In saying this whole spiel... I want to see... People of color... Embraced in a different limelight. Other than just being simply known as... A person who played a slave in a movie I, I don't I'm tired of seeing that shit I'm sorry I'm tired of seeing us limited to only those types of movies I'm tired of us being seen as the bad guys Malcolm X um the movie was nominated for an Oscar I think it was Denzel Washington who was nominated for that he did not win um, he was nominated for glory and he won. He won that movie. Um, he was a slave in that movie for from what I remember. Um, he won uh an Oscar for his role in training that he played a good role, but he was a horrible individual. i it was just fascinating to see. And what else was that? Fences. He was nominated and he fucking should have won. Although I hated his motherfucking character. I thought he was a hard ass father, but he was a father figure. He was a husband. He was the lead in his family. He was the leader in the family. So to not get that was disturbing to me because I'm just like, he played that role to a T. And you took that away from him. You know? Same way when it came down to um, the lead actress role um, nomination. When Holly Berry won for her role um, in the character as uh, in in, um, Monsters Ball. I didn't think that was really the best thing she's ever did. I thought that, you know... It was quite mediocre, but she won. But roles that are talking about substance and lives and shit like that, it it just it doesn't really give any any motivation to get these people to win anything. Same as the whole help movie. That was a good movie. Great book. But at the same time, it's just like, what the fuck? Even with um, what's the movie? Color Purple nominated for a lot of Oscars and didn't get one. Didn't get one. Full black ensemble during a time of oppression. There was abuse in it. There was all types of shit going on in that movie. But at the same time, you saw black leadership. You saw how black people could eventually change over time and develop and make their own. We didn't get that. But instead, Whoopi got her 
first Oscar for her role in Ghost, which was not the best, you know, not the best role that she could have got. I just, I don't get that shit. I think that we really need to develop as a whole, everybody, in our taste in shows and see what the effects that it's creating on our children. And I'm not saying that parents, you know, should rely solely on TV because they don't, they don't need to. But what we produce and what we show our children is a factor of their upbringing. Technology is important. You see that now technology has surpassed a lot of things that normally children would not be able to do during my time. I wasn't able to just talk on the phone conveniently like that. You know what I'm saying? I wasn't able to surf the internet like I wanted to. These things are available to our children and we are not giving them the substance that they need. We need to allow them to see the full scope of everything, but at the same time, allow them to be challenged in the way that they can be good citizens and not be able to try to to emulate what other shows are producing. I just, I don't like this shit. I think it's crazy as hell to craft shows and think that it's supposed to be perfect. That's, and I'm gonna be 100. That's why I don't really like, you know, at the beginning, like Tyler Perry, when it came down to his plays, I think he was making good ass plays. And he has allowed a, a lot of black people to get into positions where, hey, they are respected and they're looked at in a totally different way. However, when it comes down to, you know, some of his movies, I don't really just see anything of character. I see the same shit that I saw in the last movie. There is nothing being done. And I would wish, I wish that they could allow writers to go in and give them an opportunity to really showcase the true black experience with great actors. You know what I'm saying? Not no popcorn shit where they can get on VH1. That it's, it's, it's not good. And it's not quality. It's not quality. It's not quality. And it's unfortunate. It's unfortunate that these kids will never really get to see what's good. Because, and, I, and I'm not saying that there's no quality shows. There's some. But it's not a lot. It's not a lot available to them anymore. You don't have shows like Team, Teen, excuse me, I was going to say Team, Teen Summit on BET. That was a good ass show. Great show. Living Color. Although they made fun of several black people, let me tell you, that show was quality because it showcased what white people had been trying to do for years, and that is emulate us. It really goes to show that we really got to get back to a point where we are doing for our community, not submerging ourselves to be something that we're not and that's all I gotta say for tonight in terms of that yeah y'all stay tuned for the whole of the week yeah
So, of course, you know I got to end with the whole of the week. Holy, observant, excellent. We taking back the word. So, of course, there's this individual out now. And I don't listen to her too often, but I remember, um, I think it was either earlier this year or last year. This particular person went on social media and she vented her frustrations about how the industry was not taking her serious and how she really wasn't getting the respects that she was due so she was contemplating taking her life and it was amazing because i was just like i really hadn't heard this individual she makes some interesting music and i was just like damn um and this person is lizzo lizzo I am hella proud of you. You really made a turnaround. I don't know who, what, when, who did it, but you are great, man. You you really killing eight nominations at the Grammys. Um, she recently won an award at Soul Train. She's making a name out of herself, and she's not giving a fuck about what other people say about her. I totally respect it because a lot of people have been downplaying her and her artistry, and that is something that I totally respect, and I give that titly. I said titly, Lord. <laughs> what the fuck? I give that title proudly to my girl because she's out here killing the game congratulations Lizzo you are the hoe of the week not that you really know what the fuck this might be but you are indeed holy observant excellent and I'm proud of you girl I'm proud of you you the one you the chosen And that ends this episode. Of course, I have to end with something positive. Also, also, let you guys know, you can follow my page. I hadn't been posting as much, but I'm going to get back to that. Y'all got to, y'all got to, y'all got to forgive me. I ain't been doing right when it comes down to that. So, um, please, please, please be patient with me um, as I go through this process, this change. And in terms of my 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 episodes and just bear with me, okay? Just bear with your boy. Bear with your boy. And peace be still. Y'all go and follow me. Go follow me. The T H E E Black Ba. Y'all go follow me. I'm on Insta. <laughs> I'm on Insta, y'all. <laughs> but for real though. Um let me see y'all can follow my page um as far as this podcast is concerned it's called t-h-e-e-b-a-t-h-r-o-o-m-c-h-r-o-n-i-c-l-e the bathroom chronicles y'all see what i did there but i'm gonna i'm gonna switch it back for y'all real quick the bathroom chronicles yeah we taking it back y'all we taking it back much love peace and offerings amongst you all and may god bless you stay up in the bathroom